Hey, Eric, welcome to the newly renovated TikTok. Come on in. Quick, close the door, Mike. You're letting the flies out. All right, don't start that again. Hey, look, we've been back operating almost two months now. Yeah, and your sign should say, sorry, we're back open. Stop. Come on. So what do you think about the new paint job and the repaved parking lot? I think you can put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a... All right, enough is enough. The TikTok Cafe open 24-7 at the intersection of Causeway and I-10 in Metairie. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business, just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Good afternoon and welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Taking you home weekdays, 4 to 6, right here on 106.1 FM Nash Icon. You can listen live on the radio on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, on the World Wide Web at Nash FM 106.1 and also ericasher.com. Our podcast available on all the major podcasting platforms. Anchor is our home base, so you can check out previous episodes on the Anchor app. And, uh, of course, you can also check us out on the iHeart app. 
as well as all the other major podcasting platforms. Uh, our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. The phone number, 504-260-1061. And, of course, as always, I'd like to remind you about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports, number 499. We're approaching number 500. And I actually did some math over the weekend. We're approaching number 5,000. Uh, shows in, in on radio as well. All that will be happening within the next month or so. Uh, but, again, the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports, Thursday at 1 p.m. on WLAE-TV. Also live streaming on the WLAE-TV YouTube page. 6 p.m. on uh, WLAE-TV is our first rebroadcast on Thursday night. 10 o'clock on the Deuce, WLAE-TV 2. And then on Saturday, uh, on Friday at 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on WLAE. Uh, Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on the Deuce. And then we finish up at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television, always on our social media platforms, always on the WLA-TV YouTube page, and always at ericasher.com. Larry Holder of The Athletic will join us at 5.35 this afternoon and a lot to talk about over the next two hours. Uh, obviously, we'll talk a little bit about what's going on uh, with the NBA Finals. Also, the Pelicans still don't have a coach. We'll talk about that. Now, Nigeria becomes the first African country to beat Team USA. We'll talk about that. Also, uh, again, a lot of scuttlebutt about what happened with soccer over the weekend uh, as Italy defeated England on penalty kicks. And this happens, seems to happen every, every few years as soccer comes to the forefront uh, here in the United States. Now, look, worldwide, soccer is the game. Uh, but, again, whether, again, you should allow teams to be able to play it out or ultimately, again, allow them to do what we do now, which is, again, win a game, win a championship on penalty kicks. We'll talk a bit about that as well. Also, we'll talk about Edwin Edwards. Uh, the um, former governor died today at 93. We'll talk about his legacy, uh, what he meant to Louisiana, and, of course, what he meant to, the again, the future of Louisiana, uh, what we're dealing with now. All that will be coming up on the program, so a lot to get into over the next two hours. Uh, let's start off again talking a little bit about, about the, uh, the Pelicans. And, of course, um, the uh, coaching search continues, even though, again, it looks as though Willie Green is the odds-on favorite here uh, for, for, for the job. Now, again, with the Bucks winning last night, uh, 120 to 100 over the, uh, over the uh, Phoenix Suns, uh, remember, both Charles Lee, assistant for the Milwaukee Bucks, and Willie Green, top assistant for the Phoenix Suns, are, are the finalists, at least that we've been told, uh, for this Pelicans job. Um, a lot of people, conjecture was that, again, that we'd, we'd hear something by the beginning of this week. I was told by a, a, a couple pretty good sources that it might happen over the weekend. I, I didn't buy it. I even laughed when I said it last week on, on the show. I'm not, I don't think I'm buying it because it makes no sense to be able to announce your coach over a weekend when it kind of gets lost in the shuffle uh, of, of, again, what's going on with the media, especially, again, with, uh, you know, uh, the big USC fight that uh, was this weekend. Also, again, the Euro championships. I mean, there's a lot of things going on, and you don't want to get lost in, in, in the shuffle when it comes to uh, the, the news cycle. So it's, again, much better to do it, again, midweek, uh, you know, early in the week where you have a chance to be able to uh, get that announcement out there and become, again, the focal point of the talking heads on, on what's going on with your coaching search. We'll see how this kind of plays out. They, they may end up having to wait uh, until the uh, until the finals are over before they name a coach. And, and that's where I'm kind of going to go this afternoon when we, we talk a bit about this. Again, despite rumors to the contrary, the Pelicans did not name that head coach again over the weekend. Uh, and it'll be, see, it'll be interesting to see again now if the Pelicans can afford to wait, especially down the Bucks have extended this series. I mean, uh, 
Let me throw this out to you, folks. The NBA draft is on July the 29th. Free agency starts on August the 2nd. Now, if the finals were to go seven games, it would end on July the 22nd. Now, think about that for a second. That's seven days before the draft, and that's 16 days before the start of free agency. So what does that mean? That means that the new coach, whoever it's going to be, and whether it's going to be Willie Green, who a lot of us believe is the odds-on favorite, or Charles Lee, um, uh, one of those two, it means they're going to have little or no input into the draft, free agency, and possible trades. Little or no input at all. It means that, again, David Griffin, Trajan Langdon, Swin Cash will be making all those decisions. With probably, again, the emphasis on David Griffin. So once again, it's kind of an instant replay. Once you go back in your mind's eye, Pelicans hired, hired Gentry. They hire him off the Golden State um, um, coaching staff after they fired Monty Williams. Uh, and they did it late because of because they were, the, the Golden State Warriors were in the finals. Remember, if you remember, it was right before the finals ended, and uh, at that point, uh, Gentry's in the locker room with um, with the uh, Golden State Warriors, and he's got the, um, the the trophy in his hand, and he screams to AD, you're going to get one of these, if you remember, okay? Champagne pouring over his head. But again, it was a, it was a late entry into uh, the, ultimately the um, the coaching ranks for the Pelicans. So what happened? Dell Demps handled everything as the as the general manager. Stan Van Gundy comes in late, right, to become to take the place of uh, Gentry after he had begun a year extension and was fired by David Griffin. So he had no no input in, into the decisions that were being made. On, on the team, and he said as much on one of the podcasts that, that he was interviewed on, in which he said when he walked in the door, you know, he thought he had Drew Holiday, he thought he thought he had Etwine Moore, uh, he thought he had Derek Favors on this team, and then all of a sudden, all those guys were gone. So he had little or no input into what was going on, whether again how the team was going to be built for the head coach that was being brought in. So the front office is going to be making this decision based on, on what the new coach needs to be successful, not the new head coach. They won't have any input. Now, it does appear that Willie Green and the Suns the front runner over Charles Lee of the Bucks. Here's another unknown. Do we even know if the Pels have received permission to speak to both of these uh, individuals? Or, again, are they working through their agents? We don't know. Okay? It's not, it's not like, again, you, you've seen it in the NFL. You've heard it before. Uh, such and such has gotten permission to, uh, to interview with, again, the team of his choice. We have not heard that. That's not even been on the radar. Now, we do know that Trajan Langdon and Brandon Ingram were, was at the Suns-Clippers uh, game uh, in Los Angeles before, the, again, the Suns eliminated the Clippers. Fletcher Mackle said on this show on Friday that he believes that both Zion and Brandon Ingram have been advised every step of the way in the coaching search. Uh, so I guess it's safe to say that Griff is looking for a, an immediate buy-in for the two All-Stars on this team. But it also means, again, that the front office will not need any input from the coach on the draft and free agency. Which hopefully doesn't mean the Pelicans are going to be in a young coach with no NBA head coaching experience that is willing to be controlled by David Griffin in the front office. See, that, to me, that's a fatal flaw in professional sports. I've said it before. There's a, yes, you can work together in concert. 
you can be on the same page. There's nothing wrong with that. Okay, matter of fact, you should be. Whether, you know, especially in the NBA, if you're a general manager and you're putting a team together, you should have a coach that at least, you know, has some type of say in what's going on with the personnel because he has to coach that personnel. Making sure that personnel fits the system that the the coach has uh, is installed. But right now, it looks as though, again, that that's not going to happen because coaches need players that are going to fit their system. They need to know they can count on the players that are coming in that are going to buy into their system. The last thing you, you need is, again, players, especially today's players, knowing that a head coach is a puppet for management. So if this is truly a hire, okay, about respect, respect, we hear it all the time. You need the players to buy in. You need the players to respect the coach. That's one of the reasons why there's this move toward ex-NBA players, okay, that are going to be head coaches. Uh, that supposedly, again, there's a buy-in there from today's athlete, from today's coaches, I mean, for today's young players or players that, again, that, again, if a player had an opportunity to play in the NBA and they get a chance to be a head coach, since they've done it on the highest level, again, there's something to respect there because they, they've got skins on the wall. Interesting. They say a younger head coach, again, can, can relate to today's player. Especially, again, if that player has had, that, that coach has had NBA experience. But I'll say this, and, I, and I've said it before, whether it's going to be Lee or Green, Griff is on dangerous ground if, his, if he has an inexperienced head coach that is going to be taking marching orders from the front office each and every day because players will see right through a puppet show. There's no doubt in my mind that'll happen. Also, when you start looking at this, the coach, in my opinion, needs to have some say on the drafted free agency and trades and, and how the team is built. I mean, I think, I think that's, just, that's just common sense when you're, when you're bringing somebody into the organization that they feel comfortable with the players they, they're coaching and that those players fit the system. Look, we didn't see players that fit Gentry's system in a lot of cases. In the beginning, when Monty Williams was here, we didn't see the players that fit Monty Williams' system. And we could say really throughout Monty Williams' tenure here in New Orleans, even though I think he got the maximum out of his players, Dell Demps, uh, in a lot of cases, would just, again, was going out to be able to try to save his job and, and, and would bring in players that, quite frankly, didn't fit Monty Williams' system. Same can be said for Alvin Gentry when, he was under, when, when Gentry was under him. And then, of course, based on what we saw, what happened with David Griffin this season and bringing in an Adams and a Bledsoe, uh, that didn't fit the system that, that was set forth by, um, by Stan Van Gundy. So it's got to be a cooperative effort here, ladies and gentlemen, in my opinion. It just has to be, okay? He's also going to need a, a former head coach in that top assistance chair. I know there's a lot of talk about elevating Fred Vinson or Teresa Witherspoon and giving them an opportunity to get into the first chair if ultimately they're not one one or both are not going to be part of or not going to be a head coach here. And it looks as though, again, it it looks like it's Lee or Green. But I think you'd be doing a disservice to the new head coach with no experience if you don't have a former head coach with experience sitting in that first chair next to him. You need that kind of guidance as a a first-time head coach in the NBA. Whether you played or not, whether you played or not. So to me, that also has to be part of this equation. But I'm telling you right now, Griff has the Pelicans on a slippery slope before this hire because now it seems that no matter whether it's Green or Lee, they're going to have limited input on draft and free agency, 
on a team they're supposed to coach. And, and I, I don't think that works. I just don't. Now, we'll see how this plays out. But just based off, just, again, not having a coach in place where most of the teams that had coach op- coach, coaches openings already have their, team, their coach in place. And, again, look, those guys are, are still, are still uh, vying for an NBA championship. That is very, very important. I'm, I'm not downplaying that. But what I'm saying is when you're talking about the draft on the 29th of July, free agency starts on the 2nd, and you're talking about this, if this was to go seven games, and it could. It could quite possibly go seven games. Dusty, based on the way Milwaukee played last night at home. You know, it's not out the realm of possibility Milwaukee comes back and wins their game at home uh, in game four. And then we end up having this thing go to seven. But again, remember, seven days before the draft, 16 days before the start of free agency. And that means, at least to to me from the outside looking in, that whomever the coach is going to be, they're not going to have a lot of input in the way this team is being built based on, again, the short timeline between being hired, being in the facility, and even if you get a crash course on what they're looking at, how does that fit what you want to do with your system? All right, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. acpromise.com, acpromise.com. If you're in the market for a generator for your home or your business, think Burkhart. First of all, They'll sit down with you, do a consultation, find out, uh, again, what you're looking for in terms of a generator to power up your home or your business when the electricity goes out. Folks, they do single-day installs. You get on the list, they come up uh, with a date that you're going to get install, uh, a generator installed, and then you get the generator installed. Look, if you own a home or a business, you almost have to have one today, uh, not just because of, again, hurricanes and the possibility of tropical uh, events here, but the power just doesn't stay on. Uh, with with the you know the uh, power companies that we have dealing with we're dealing with right now in uh, in in 2021 just the way it is so you're going to want to go with a company you can trust and that again that has the expertise to be able to come in know what you need in, in terms of again a generator to power up your home or business and then are there after the sale as well the new install quality check after one month is one way Burkhart does that. Also, financing is available for generators. A lot of folks scared off, say, man, I can't afford a generator all at one time. Man, pay it off over time. Burkhardt has that, has that option for you as well. Also, if you need service, they got you covered. 24-7, 365 emergency service on generators. Uh, if you've utilized that generator over, over uh, 100 hours uh, during the last storm season, we remind you, have a, a, a service professional Come in and uh, recalibrate that, uh, get, get that generator up and, uh, and ready for the next storm season. Burkhardt can do that for you. They have a warehouse that's fully stocked with all the parts you need for your generator, so there are no excuses, just customer service. Are you in the market for a generator? Do you have a generator at your home or your business? Think Burkhardt, acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. This report is sponsored by T-Force Freight. Truck drivers, it's time to get rolling with T-Force Freight. Drive for a team that's respected everywhere. As a CDL driver in New Orleans, you'll earn $17.70 per hour with great benefits. Apply now at upsjobs.com slash New Orleans Freight. Look out for an accident on the westbound side on the Crescent City Connection and look out for delays on the westbound side along the Pontchartrain Expressway from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the Chapatula St. Peter's exit. Also look out for delays that are steady on 10 westbound from Causeway to Veterans. And also look out for delays on 10 eastbound from just past Elysian Fields to the high rise. I'm Ed Robinson. 
On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory is open during the coronavirus shutdown. Bienvenue is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by way of curbside service or our drive-up window at 467 Hickory Avenue. Our wait staff will deliver to your door or use waiter. Check out our menu today at BienvenueHarahan.com. Then place your order at 504-305-4792. That's 504-305-4792. Gift cards are available. Order today from Bienvenue on Hickory, 305 4792. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff and all the sports you can handle hi eric asher once again talking about my friends at burkhardt air conditioning and heating are you fighting uneven temperatures in your home or using window units or space heaters if so then you should call burkhardt and look into the ductless mitsubishi electric cooling and heating system these mitsubishi electric ductless systems are perfect for additions bonus rooms workout rooms and home offices anywhere that's too hot or cold and they're quiet and energy efficient Trust Burkhardt to make every room in your home the perfect temperature. Visit Burkhardt today at acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. Grace Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. Locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, Grace Stovall Plumbing is a full-service plumbing company that can handle all of your plumbing needs, including gas testing and permitting, as well as video inspections. We always have a master plumber in the field, and all employees are drug tested and background checked. Serving the South Shore and North Shore with service on Saturdays. That's Race Stovall Plumbing, Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, bringing you home 4 to 6 right here on 106.1 Nash Icon. Uh, I'm not a big soccer fan, but let, let me say this. Um, I, I do get, like everybody else, uh, maybe again, start to become, become more of a viewer when you have, obviously, the, the World Cup. Uh, the Euros obviously have been on now for a few weeks. That ended yesterday. Now, I got a son that is a soccer fanatic, okay? I mean, can tell you anything you need to know about the game. I mean, 
from from uh, MLS here in in uh, the states to what's going on on internationally. Uh, my son-in-law is, is from England. Obviously, again, he was invested in what happened over the weekend uh, with um, uh, with with England in, in the finals against Italy. Uh, so again, look, it, it's it's there on the peripheral for me. Uh, but I can't say that again that I'm I'm sitting on a sat at home on a Saturday afternoon or in the evening, and, and I'm, I'm checking out a, a, a soccer match. It's not something I do. But this debate seems to come up all the time uh, as we get into, again, championship rounds, whether it's on the men's or women's side. Of course, Italy yesterday defeated England. Well, again, there was 1-1, but 3-2 on penalty kicks. And once again, the debate has been, why let a championship match be decided by penalty kicks? Now, look. I'll say this. Um, I think it leaves fans wanting more. Okay, as I mentioned, look, I watch Team USA. I'll, I'll watch a little bit here and there. My, you know, when when my son lived with us, I'd you know I'd catch a little bit on, on here and there as he was watching MLS, or again whatever was match was on. But you know, you play an entire match, and it's decided by again by a one-on-one duel, but not in live action. I mean, it's kind of anticlimactic, to say the least, when you start talking about it. Um, Look, the NFL changed its rules, right, a while back, uh, based on, again, the Saints being able to knock down that kick uh, to get into the Super Bowl. Uh, They wanted to give teams a a second chance to be able to touch the football, a chance to touch both teams a chance to touch the football uh, in in, in overtime. The college overtime, I mean – it seems like it go it could go on forever, right? And then they had to change the rules there to be able to make sure that again you didn't have a situation like we saw, what was it, Texas A and M and LSU, uh, where they went six and seven overtimes. Uh, but you rather see it be in a situation where it's decided on the field and it's decided again within within the flow of the game. You know, again, look, college football has done it, professional football has done it here in the states. Um, I understand you can't let a game go on forever, but as a casual fan, just and again, just the casual fan is what I am. You know, I just hate to see a championship decided by penalty kicks. Seems to be a big talker today, you know, with all the all the national talking programs out there about again whether they should change the rules or not. Look, I'm not that big into soccer to be able to say it one way or the other, but I can tell you right now, you know, watching a little bit of it yesterday and then seeing it come down to that, I, I'm thinking to myself, well, you know. Why not continue to play the game? Why not continue to play the match and, and allow it just to be able to work its way out? Uh, whoever loses this, this situation when it comes down to, again, winning or losing on a penalty kick, if you're, you know, you're not doing it within the flow of the game. Uh, I don't anticipate any rule changes because this has come up over and over again when we get into championship matches that in a lot of cases are decided by penalty kicks. Uh, but it's just a, just a weird situation when you talk about, you know, you play what ninety minutes, a little bit old, you know, and and then you're in a situation where you're you're finishing up this game, or uh, this match in that case, uh, by by penalty kicks. We'll see how it kind of plays out going forward, but just anticlimactic, and maybe that's just because we're Americans, and and because you look at what what happens what happens around the the rest of the um, uh, the country, I'm sorry, the rest of the world, and you know they're acclimated to that. You know that's the way it is, but it, you know it's tough, and I know it was tough on, on the English to be able to walk away from that especially in Wembley yesterday, and, and see, uh, again, their team go down uh, because of penalty kicks. 
When I get back, I'm going to talk a bit about what happened in Las Vegas over the weekend. You know, there's one thing that, that we've always been able to hang our hat on, except with the exception of what, the 72 Olympics with the Russians, right? Uh, when, it ta- when it comes to basketball, uh, we're, we're the best of the best. And especially, again, with, even when years when the rest of the world was playing their professional players and we cons- consistently played our collegiate players, you, again, we were still among the best. When, when it came the, the, the time for the dream team to be unveiled, and you look at what the Dream Team did uh, in, 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 in the Olympics, and then, of course, the Dream Teams that, that came after that were, again, allowing professionals uh, from the United States, NBA players, to play in, 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 the, uh, in the Olympics or play internationally in a national competition. It kind of changed the face of, of, of again, uh, basketball on an international basis. First of all, when you look at it, it opened up the game. And I'm going to get into that in a few minutes when we come back from break. It opened up the game for the rest of the world. But it also puts a tremendous amount of pressure on the United States now as you have NBA players that are playing. Again, you just can't lose. You're not supposed to lose. Not with them with the greatest of the greats being uh, having an opportunity to play. Now, I will say this, and when we, we mentioned this when, when the team was announced two weeks ago. You look at the team and you kind of go, well, where's this guy? Well, where's that guy? It's not the best of, of, of the best. It's some really great NBA players that are on that roster, no doubt about it. But it's not the best that we could have sent. And there are some holes on that, on that team. And again, they were a little bit exposed in Las Vegas over the weekend. So when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about Nigeria becoming the first African country to beat Team USA. Uh, in, in, again, in an exhibition game, but still. Uh, we'll, we'll get into that when we come back. Also talk a little Pelicans as well. All that coming up here on Inside New Orleans. In the second hour, Larry Holder is going to join us in the program at 535. We're also going to talk about Edwin Edwards. Again, the uh, former governor passed today at the age of 93 due to respiratory uh, uh, illness. Uh, We'll talk about his legacy here in Louisiana. We'll get into that. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Don't forget about my friends over at Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Menory. Look, a lot of folks are out and about. Uh, using their vehicles now where, again, they sat, they sat in your driveway uh, for a year. Uh, a lot of people are getting ready. they they, they got to get out the house, and, and they're getting ready to go on vacation. can't tell you how many people I know, again, within the last three to four weeks have either gone on, you know, uh, vacations down the coast, uh, t- taking a ride here or there. A lot of people are driving. that They're not flying. Before you get in that vehicle and take it on the road, make sure it's road ready. All you got to do is bring it to Southern Tire. They'll put it up on the rack for you. They'll put it through diagnostic, uh, their diagnostic equipment, stereo diagnostic equipment on, on your vehicle, and they'll give, it, they'll give it the once-over to make sure that everything is in working order. You know, get your oil changed, check your tires, make sure, again, they're, they're ready to go. If not, a large selection of tires and wheels up to 30 inches. And something for everyone's budget, too, folks. It's not just high-end tires. It's something for everyone's budget that you can afford for the tires at Southern Tire. And financing is available. So, again, before you hit the road this summer for a vacation, I want you to think about Southern Tire, bringing the vehicle over there and let them get it road ready for you. Again, they'll treat your vehicle like their own. Southern Tire, owned by the Piazza family since 1972. They're at Hickory and Airline in Metairie. They're open 8, 8 a.m. until 6 p.m., Monday through Friday, Saturdays from 8 to 3. Uh, 504-737-1558 is how you get in contact with them. Or again, you go to southerntire.com and check out all the service they provide for their customers. You don't stay around since 1972 if you're not doing something right. Southern Tire, owned by the Piazza family since 1972. Hickory and Airline in Metairie. We'll be right back. 
Katie's is open during the coronavirus shutdown. Katie's is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by way of curbside service or delivery NOLA. Our wait staff will deliver to your door anywhere. Check out our world-famous menu at katiesinmidcity.com and then call now at 504-488-6582 and place your order. Curbside service is at Katie's at 3701 Iberville. Gift cards are available. Keep our staff employed. Order now at 488-6582. That's Katie's 488-6582. If you're in the market for a quality used car, come visit us at Southern Tire Auto Sales. We have a large selection of pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs for every taste and budget. Every pre-owned vehicle on the lot has been carefully inspected for safety and quality. At Southern Tire Auto Sales, we'll only sell you the best used vehicles and we'll never sell you something we wouldn't buy ourselves. Financing is available. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor unique vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti in the heart of the fun. 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Eric Ashby with my good friend Mike Delahousie at the TikTok Cafe. Mike, I was craving the best breakfast in town. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, but they were closed, so I'm back here at the TikTok Cafe instead. You know, that's not nice. Come on, man. You know we aim to please. You got to get a better aim, pal. Stop. You know we never close, huh? Well, neither does the morgue, so what's your point? Ah, you unbelievable. You know, you got to admit, we've got the best prices in town. Gluten-free? I think you're missing the point, bud. The TikTok Cafe in the heart of Metairie at Causeway and I-10 are better known as the intersection of diabetes and high cholesterol. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhardt to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhardt to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhardt always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. If you thought Diamonds Direct's values were impressive, wait till you see what we're doing next. It's a spectacular summer store-wide sale, July 14th through the 18th, with an extra 20% savings on virtually all diamond and fashion designer jewelry, from rings and earrings to bands and bracelets and so much more. We're breaking our own rules to bring you extreme value for five hot summer days. Get ready. 20% extra savings on a multi-million dollar selection of fine jewelry, July 14th through 18th at Diamonds Direct. On Severn Avenue, across from Lakeside Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock, weekdays 4 to 6, right here on 106.1 FM. Don't forget, you can always check out the the uh, the uh, podcast on all the major podcasting platforms. Anchor's our home base. Uh, you can check previous episodes out on the Anchor app. Also, the iHeartRadio app. Uh, you go really far back on the iHeartRadio app. But again, we usually try to post the uh, podcast somewhere about 20, 25 minutes after the uh, program ends. So again, you, if you miss any of today's program or any of the previous programs, uh, feel free to go to the Anchor app or maybe your favorite app and check out the show. 
Uh, yes, uh, over the weekend, uh, just a shocking deal coming out of Las Vegas, where Nigeria became the first African American, uh, the first African country to beat uh, Team USA, uh, ninety to eighty-seven in a pre-Olympic exhibition game in Vegas. Now, of course, USA, Team USA, number one on their side. Uh, the uh, Nigerian team. Uh, coached by former Cleveland Cavaliers coach Mike Brown, a guy that's won a championship, uh, you know, claims that, again, it was no fluke uh, that um, the Nigerians were able to beat the uh, uh, Team USA. Now, it doesn't happen a lot. Team USA's third, the third in 57 exhibition games, third loss in, in 57 ex- exhibition games since uh, 1992. The last time the Americans lost was against Australia in 2019. Now, you want to talk about how bad they beat Nigeria in the past? Uh, the last two ended in an 83-point and a 43-point blowout wins for Team USA. So nobody, nobody saw this. Nobody saw this. But it's a different – basketball is different now worldwide. And it started with the, with the original Dream Team, which really kind of put basketball on the map. Uh, for every single country that was out there. You go back in your mind's eye and think about Barcelona and think about the original dream team with Bird and Magic and, uh, of course, Michael Jordan, uh, you know, Ewing et al., that incredible team they put together. And you think about, again, how the world went absolutely ballistic over again, the you know, the, these NBA players playing in the, uh, uh, in the Olympics for the first time. I mean, I can remember watching some of those games and guys that were just wild by what was going on on the court uh, by, again, the, the, the NBA players. You know, they were, they were stories of, again, uh, players on other teams that were trying to get autographs after the game or before the game. So, again, it was, you know, these guys were in awe of, of, of the Americans. And I go back as far as when I was a kid, 1972, when, uh, again, the Russians stole the uh, gold for the Americans. And, of course, the Americans never did pick up their medal. They left, they left it. But this is a different world now when it comes to basketball. Basketball is now an international sport. We talk about being inter- uh, soccer being an international sport. And, of course, America kind of late to the party. Uh, well, when it comes to basketball, now, again, the countries are starting to catch up with the United States. First of all, you've got a former NBA championship coach in Mike Brown who's coaching this team. Okay, and then you've got professional players from the NBA and the international professional basketball that, that are now part of the Nigerian team. So here's the first thing that happened where, again, there was an intimidation factor at one time when the Americans took the court, there's not that intimidation factor anymore, okay? You're not playing by, with a bunch of guys that maybe played internationally and uh, you're in a situation where, you know, there's no NBA players on these teams. You know, a lot of these players now come from international basketball. They come from their home countries. They come to the NBA, and then they go back to play for their home countries when it comes to international ball like the Olympics. So they, they've been playing against NBA players. Americans for a while. So there's no intimidation factor, okay? And then we kind of saw that uh, with, the, with the Nigerians uh, in, in this exhibition game. Now, look, it's an exhibition game. You don't want to get too, too excited one way or the other. But, again, they outshot the Americans from the shorter three-point line, hitting 23-point balls, and they shot 47%. Uh, when the, the American team, again, might have been exposed a bit on the boards because of their lack of size. They got a rebound 47-34. to 34. Look, can't say it was, a, it was a lack of effort on the American side. Now, again, uh, but I'm going to say it right now. No matter what USA team is put on the floor, 
And no matter what NBA players are, are, are part of that team, there's no way they should lose the Nigerian team. Even with the Nigerian team having NBA players and international players on their roster, playing on that, on that team. Period. The end. It doesn't happen. But again, it does show, once again, that the rest of the world is catching up with the United States and that intimidation factor, the original dream team, has worn off. You know, especially, again, we've seen so many NBA players now uh, that come from the international game. More and more players that are coming from overseas to play in the NBA and then more and more Americans that cannot make it in the NBA that are opting to go and play internationally. So it's not something that is an intimidating factor anymore. But I'll say this, no matter whether it's an exhibition game or not, when you have USA on your chest in basketball, we don't lose. And that's the bottom line. Now, and it's a little bit difficult, a little bit different this time around. And I, I think we, we all need to be watching this. Because you've got NBA players now that are coming off two seasons without a lot of downtime. Again, they're going to have to adjust and, and make sure, again, that they don't get embarrassed once again. It is, it's legitimate, okay? We've seen a lot of injuries during this NBA playoffs. And a lot of people believe that the injuries we're seeing are a byproduct of, again, not having the true offseason to be able to rest up and get re-energized for the, for the next season. You had, again, the, uh, the, the shortened season uh, this year with 72 games. You, that was coming off, again, uh, of a late start for the NBA because of, um, of COVID-19 going into the bubble. Some of the teams that, had, uh, that, that played into the bubble played uh, late, okay, and maybe had just a few weeks off, uh, and then they're back on the court again. So you worry a little bit about, again, the fatigue and the injury factor here down the line. But you also maybe worry a little bit about, again, how this team was built. And, you know, do they have enough size to be able to compete? Uh, you know, in, uh, international against some of the bigger teams. I mean, that's going to play out when it, when, it, when it plays out. But, I mean, they still have some great players on this team. I mean, you're, you can't down, downplay, uh, you know, the, the, the players on this roster. I mean, that's, you know, uh, that would be foolish on, on anybody's part at this point uh, to be able to downplay, uh, you know, again, the NBA players that, that, that are on this roster. You know, I mean, look, look Kevin Durant's on this, on this roster. Jason Tatum's on the roster. Bradley Beals on the roster, Damian Lillard, uh, you know, Draymond Green, Levine, Kevin Love. Uh, I mean, you, you know, again, uh, they had some other players that obviously are not participating right now because they're, uh, uh, they're still involved in the NBA Finals, but it's still a pretty good roster. I mean, again, you might want to question maybe they don't have enough size with Bam, Bam Adebayo being, again, one of their, one of their inside guys. Uh, Draymond Green being another guy that kind of plays inside, but he's more of an outside guy. Uh, but, again, we'll see how that kind of plays out. But um, bottom line is, if you're a team from the United States, whether it's exhibition or not, you can't lose. You can't lose. No matter how much the world is caught up, no matter how much, again, the world is not intimidated now uh, by, by the NBA and the NBA players, you cannot lose. You've got Team USA uh, written across your chest. All right, we'll take a break. We come back. We'll continue the conversation. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Again, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. That's acpromise.com, acpromise.com. If, if your AC breaks down, uh, again, look, don't sweat it. I, I know it, it's the dog days of summer, and, yeah, we got some cool and rain showers every now and then to cool things down. But when, again, whether it's the humidity's up or, again, the heat is on, Burkhardt's going to have your back. Fifteen trucks in the field and a 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home. Those trucks are strategically set up all over the metropolitan area to make sure they get to you quickly. 
Uh, and, of course, when they show up, those Nate certified technicians doing only the work that's necessary. Never going to gouge you. Never going to cheat you. Never going to make you pay for something that, again, is not, is not, they're not broken. And they're going to do their best to get you up and running immediately. If they can't, look, Burkhardt has done this in the past. Let's say that you, you have a, a situation where uh, the part that you need for your uh, AC system has to be flown in, okay? Uh, it has to be overnight. Well, you sure don't want to sleep in a hot house, do you? Burkhardt will go out of their way and take, again, window units and put them in a few rooms of your home so you can stay cool overnight until the part comes in. That's customer service. Looking for a company you can trust? When your air conditioning goes down, think Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. That's acpromise.com. ACPromise.com. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouthwatering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Hi, Eric Asher. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. Hey, Eric. 17 years later, we're still open 24-7. Yeah, your sign ought to read, sorry, we're open. Come on, man, 24 hours a day? You know how tough that is? That's a real service to the community. Yeah, the Poison Control Center is open 24 hours, too. Uh, the TikTok Cafe, where the gluten is always free. Intersection of I-10 and Causeway, also known as the intersection of salmonella and high cholesterol. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Miata Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMiatInsAgency.com. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business, just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Are you looking to add more ground clearance or enjoying the terrains? Or you want to improve the ride quality and hauling capacity of your car, truck, or SUV? Then Southern Tire has the answer. We are your lift and leveling kit experts. If you enjoy going off-road, Southern Tire has the lift kit for your vehicle. Our suspension lift kits will increase ground clearance and the performance of your vehicle. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceana Grill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. 
Diamonds Direct takes value to a whole new level with a spectacular summer store-wide sale. Get ready. It's July 14th through the 18th. Five days of extra savings. 20% off Diamonds Direct's already unbeatable prices. A multi-million dollar selection of rings, earrings, bands, and bracelets. Virtually everything's on sale. Plus, top jewelry designers are flying in with all new collections. The buying opportunity of the year. Extra savings store-wide. Mark your calendar. July 14th through 18th only. And only at Diamonds Direct. On Severn Avenue, across from Lakeside mall I'm your host, Derek Asher, 4 to 6 right here on 106.1 FM. Uh, the Major League uh, draft is going on right now, and uh, tomorrow we'll have some guests on to tell us a little bit about, again, who has been chosen. Uh, the uh, Kansas City Royals have picked LSU signee Ben Kundra, uh, the 43rd overall pick in the second round of the draft. The Colorado Rockies have, ch- have chosen uh, LSU's Jaden Hill uh, in the draft as well. Uh, so, again, you've got at least two players uh, that have been drafted. Uh, in all, there have been uh, two players and four signees that were drafted as of 4, as of 4 p.m. Uh, uh, today uh, by the major leagues out of, out of LSU. Uh, so, again, uh, um, Landon Marceau uh, has gone in round three, number 80 overall. Uh, and uh, trying to see if who else we've got. Uh, ben Kudra uh, also um, um, we have catcher Carter Jensen. Uh, he went to the Kansas City Royals in round three, number 78 overall, uh, as well as uh, left-handed p- pitcher uh, Block, uh, Brock Selvage. Uh, he went to the Yankees in round three, number uh, 92 overall. Uh, center, uh, um, catcher Ian Moeller went to the Texas Rangers in round four, number 103 overall. Uh, so, again, that's uh, your LSU Tigers. There's been a couple of Green Wave players also uh, that have been chosen. Uh, in the Major League Draft. Of course, Gary Smith on the program uh, at some point this week going over all the UNO and uh, also the uh, uh, Tulane players that, that have been picked. Uh, interesting to see what's going to happen with, again, uh, uh, new, new coach uh, uh, Johnson. Uh, if he can continue, if he can woo some of those players back to LSU or if ultimately those players are, are going to go forward. I guess a lot of it has to do with the bonuses, etc. We'll see how that, that plays out. Also, uh, for those that uh, looking for a little history, and I'm going to talk about Tom Benson in the second hour when I talk about Edwin Edwards. Uh, Tom Benson, who originally so- saved the Saints, uh, let's, let's give some credit here. Uh, back back in uh, 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 back in 19 what was it 1980? It was 19 uh, 1980 1982 1983. I'm trying to think when it was. No, sorry, 1985. 1985 when um, uh, he bought the team uh, and saved them from going to Jacksonville. If you remember. Uh, he, he would have been 94 today. Today is the uh, is the uh, he died in 2018, so today is the anniversary of his death. If you remember back then, uh, nobody really knew who Tom Benson was. I mean, he was just a car dealer here in the city. 
I mean, he wasn't a big philanthropist. He wasn't a guy that was involved in a lot of things outside of the car dealership. I and mean, we knew he, had, he was involved in banks. But if you'd ask anybody about Tom Benson back then, they would have just said Tom Benson, the car dealer. Um, it was Edwin Edwards who was trying to get the Pritzkers, uh, again, out of Chicago to be able to buy the team when, when John Meekham and Bum Phillips had landed that helicopter on, in the Gator Bowl at Jacksonville uh, back in 85. Uh, and it really looked as though the Saints were moving to Jacksonville. It looked like, again, they were going to go to Jacksonville, had rolled the red carpet out for them. Meekham was trying to get, get rid of them, again, because of the, uh, of the oil crash. And uh, it really looked as though, again, they, they were moving on to, to Jacksonville, which would have been a, a blow to the city, uh, who, again, if, if you think about it, just you know, years earlier had lost the Jazz after only being here uh, for, 44, for, what, five years, 74 to 79. Uh, but Edwards went to work. And he was instrumental in, in trying to uh, make sure that the Saints stayed here. So much so that, again, uh, you know, he grabbed uh, Benson. Benson grabbed his friends uh, here in New Orleans, also his business business partners in, in Texas. Uh, they, they, they put this group together, and they were able to buy the team and, and keep the team here in New Orleans. Uh, and it was, it was huge uh, because a lot of people really believed back then there was a really good chance that the Saints were going to leave. Now, look, you fast forward. Uh, to, again, the 90s, uh, in which Benson was complaining about the Superdome, uh, that it was, uh, you know, it was, it was a dump, and uh, ultimately was pushing to be able to move the team out, so much so that, again, that, uh, you know, Mickey Loomis brought over the, the plan from, from the, the Seattle Seahawks had uh, to move, the team, move their team to Los Angeles. That blueprint was here. Arnie Filco was negotiating with, uh, uh, with, the, uh, with the Mississippi, with, uh, with Mississippi to try to be able to, uh, to keep the team at least in the Gulf South. Uh, San Antonio was also on, 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 the, uh, on the table as well. And then after Katrina, of course, you know, we all know, wanting to move the team to San, to San Antonio. And, of course, I've told the story many, many times about being at that big, t- that big table, that big conference table with all, again, Saints personnel, front office personnel around him, him banging on the, on the table saying, we're now Texas's team. And, of course, because of Arnie Filco, again, giving up his dream job, and Commissioner Paul, Tag- Paul Tagliabue back then, uh, again, forcing Tom Benson to bring the team back, you know, the rest is history. Uh, you, have seasoned, you have fans that have stepped up and decided that, again, nobody's ever going to try to take our team away from us, uh, flush with money from Katrina, uh, bought season tickets, sold out the Dome. Some want to say it was the Reggie Bush factor. I don't. I think it was all about, again, sending a message that this is our team, uh, that the team was awarded to New Orleans. And then, again, John Meekin was found as the owner. And then eventually, again, it was bought by Tom Benson. But then this was a New Orleans team. And I think that the people stepped up and decided there's no way anybody's going to take our team away from us again. And, uh, you know, the rest is history. Uh, been, sellout, been season ticket sellouts since 06, since they come back, came back from San Antonio. That has not changed. Uh, and, of course, the, the greatest run in the history of the New Orleans Saints started with, again, the addition of Sean Payton and then ultimately, again, the addition of Drew Brees uh, and has taken us to, uh, look, a, one Super Bowl win, a lot of Super Bowls that were left on the table, but nevertheless, coming from a place where a lot of us that, that, are, that are, uh, were here since the inception of this team back in 1966 and then the first season in 67, a long way from, again, three-win seasons, four-win seasons, hoping you get a tie, okay? I mean, look, it was tough. It was tough back then. Uh, this is the golden years, 
And there are, there are generations of Saints fans now that have never known what, again, a lot of Saints, long-suffering Saints fans knew, again, when, when John Meekham owned this team. When Tom Benson bought the team, one thing you can say is it took some time, but he brought credibility. Uh, first, again, with Bum Phillips uh, uh, here, taking over, who, had came, who had been with um, John Meekham. Uh, but, again, his great 1981 draft, which, again, kind of turned the team around. And then, of course, bringing in Jim Finks, allowing Finks to run the team. Eventually, he brings in Moore. Uh, that, that great draft in, in 1986, along with the USFL, uh, uh, the, the USFL uh, draft as well, turned this team into winners. And they've been winners ever since. All right, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. We're going to talk about Edwin Edwards in the second hour. We'll talk some Tulane, LSU, and Saints with Larry Holder at 535. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, taking you home 4 to 6 right here on 106.1 FM. Serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. I like that. 
this kind of party. I like this kind of party, baby. Two of Inside New Orleans, 106.1 FM Nash Icon, taking you home each and every weekday afternoon, 4 to 6. You can listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, taking with you anywhere. Also on the World Wide Web at Nash FM 106.1 and ericasher.com. Our podcast available on all the major podcasting platforms. Our home base is Anchor, so you can go back and listen to previous programs on the Anchor app. Also, the iHeartRadio app also offers that feature for you as well. 504-260-1061 is the phone number. Larry Holder of The Athletic will join us at the bottom this hour. We'll talk Saints, LSU, and Tulane with him. He just did an, uh, a look at the Tulane Green Wave on The Athletic. We'll talk to him a little bit about that. And, of course, don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. Number 499 is this week. Uh, Thursday with our live broadcast at 1 p.m. on WLAE-TV and also live streaming on the WLAE-TV YouTube page at 1 p.m. on Thursday. Our first rebroadcast, 6 p.m. on LAE on Thursday night, 10 p.m. on The Deuce. Friday night, 9 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on LAE. 2 a.m. on The Deuce every Saturday morning, 5 p.m. Saturday afternoon on on Pelican Sports Television. Always on WLAE-TV's YouTube page, always at ericasher.com. Always on our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, and, of course, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. You can always reach me at Eric at Eric, uh, Eric um, Asher.com. A lot of folks already know the, uh, the email address. You can always reach out to me uh, via email uh, as well. Uh, just a quick note before we, we talk about uh, Governor Edwin Edwards. Of course, the Bucks last night, um, 120 to 100 over, over the uh, Suns in Game 3. Uh, the Suns lead that series 2-1. to one. Um, the, the Greek freak just going off. And, look, you kind of expected it, right? I mean, I didn't expect the Suns to go into Milwaukee and win both games. Is there a possibility they can win uh, game four? Yes, there is. Uh, but, uh, again, they're, they're hurting right now. Uh, with Sarix is out, uh, uh, Craig is, is injured. That has really put them in a tough position in terms of depth. Uh, so we'll see, you know, ultimately, you know, how this plays out. This go back. This end up going back to Phoenix 2-2 before it's all said and done. Uh, but nevertheless, uh, the uh, the series now 2-1 in favor of the uh, of the Phoenix Suns. I will. I've given you the um, the draftees thus far in the Major League Baseball draft for the LSU Tigers. Uh, I, in a few minutes, I'll give you the um, update on what's happening with the Tulane Green Wave in terms of the number of players that have been drafted thus far. Uh, courtesy of our good friend Gary Smith. But I wanted to talk in, in, as we open up this uh, the second hour about um, the passing of Governor Edwards. Uh, former four-term Louisiana Governor Edwin Edwards died today at, at 93 years old from respiratory complications. You know, it's, it's funny, when, when, when I heard last week uh, that he was putting himself in home hospice, it was like, you know, I mean, how many people do that? At the, at the, you know, if, if, especially if you're at, at, at 
an advanced age and you have an advanced illness. So the first thing I thought was, again, man, they're always framing the message. I mean, even up to his death, always framing the message. Because the message was he wanted to put himself in hospice. Okay, not the family. They wanted to have home hospice, but he wanted to do it. Now, maybe he did, maybe he did. But again, it's the message always being framed. Look, um, I was alive, obviously, throughout Governor Edwards' tenure in, 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 in politics. Um, to me, the most flamboyant governor since Huey Long. Uh, a populist, okay? Dominated state government for over 25 years. There's no other way around it. Again, a, a huge force, whether he was in office or out of office, for over 25 years uh, in Louisiana. You know, when I was growing up, and especially when he first got into office, again, he was known as a governor for the poor and the working class Louisiana. You know, one of the things that you could say about Edwin Edwards is he opened up state government for, for again, for, for, for black people in our state. No doubt about that. I mean, he was, he was a good-looking guy. He was charismatic. He had great wit. Uh, and and, the, and the, the camera loved Edwin Edwards. And believe me, he loved the camera back or the microphone. Uh, ho- again, holding court with anyone, uh, from media members to voters to his cronies. Edwin Edwards was, uh, again, fascinating and, and well, again, captured uh, the imagination of the people here in Louisiana. Edwin Edwards was always selling Edwin Edwards, though. And the people of Louisiana ate it up like gumbo. I mean, like gumbo. Now, you talk about some of the achievements that he made. Because, again, look, you're governor of four terms. You're going to make have some achievements. Uh, the 74 Constitution was an achievement. Although, again, some will say, and, and again, I had C.B. Ferguson on this program almost each and every week uh, since, uh, since Katrina ended until his, until his untimely death. And, of course, he was part of, the, uh, of that um, uh, rewriting of the, of the Louisiana Constitution back in 1974. You know, he, again, he, it, was, it was left undone. Uh, there were things that should have been done with that Constitution, and then the amendments to that Constitution happened later on uh, after decades and decades of the legislature tying up money that, again, that maybe that Constitution needs to be torn up again and more modernized today. A lot of people are afraid to do that at this point, but give Edwin Edwards a lot of credit. He was able to take, able to take even a more archaic Constitution and to be able to modernize that back in 1974. He also, again, is credited with, uh, with taxing oil production based on market price rather than a flat fee, which, again, was, goes back to the Huey P. Long days uh, with the flat fee. So in the 70s, when Edwards had at first taken office back in 1972, when oil boomed, uh, the state was, was flush with money, you know, an incredible amount of money. Well, again, we were a rich state. And I can remember it again. Uh, you know, schools being built, and and, or, and yet, yet the, you know the port was getting a lot of money. Hospitals, bridges, new roads. You can remember again him cutting ribbons on roads all the time. Look, he saved. I talked about it in the first hour. He saved the Saints. Okay, Saints would be in Jacksonville right now. 1985, save the Saints. John Meekum, uh, Bum Phillips landing on the on the on the field of the Gator Bowl in a helicopter, uh, getting the red carpet. Uh, out in Jacksonville, they truly thought that they had the Saints. I remember the process of him going out to Chicago, getting the Pritzker family involved, and they, they balked at the last second. And then he found a guy named Tom Benson uh, to be able to buy the, the team. A New Orleans named Tom Benson. Nobody knew who Tom Benson was. Uh, he reopened the door for the NBA. Now, again, he wasn't a big sports fan. That's the other part of it. He really was not a big sports fan. If you ask him about football or basketball, he could take it or leave it. 
But, again, two things that he did in saving the Saints and reopening the door for the NBA after the, after the Jazz left in 1979. He was a political genius, okay? He was from Crowley, Louisiana. He was beloved. There's no doubt about that. But this is where my, my take changes because I grew up, again, admiring Edwin Edwards. I grew up a guy that uh, came from a family that voted Democrat. And, uh, and when, when I turned 18 and got a chance to be able to, again, become a voter, I was a Democrat and big fan of, of Edwin Edwards growing up, young. No doubt he was a political genius. No doubt he was, a love. he was beloved. But he was also the most corrupt governor in the modern history of our state. I mean, constantly in a cat-and-mouse game with the feds, constantly. Making a mockery of federal investigation after federal investigation. Fast Eddie thought he could outrun the feds until 1997, uh, a year after Edwards left office in his last term. When news broke again that he was under federal investigation, he had been accused of, uh, of accepting payoffs from companies that were seeking licenses to operate the, the uh, Rimbaud casinos in Louisiana. He was convicted on 17 counts in, in, in 2000 uh, and entered federal penitentiary in, um, in Fort Worth, Texas two years later. He served eight and a half years of, of his prison sentence. Eight and a half years in a federal prison. Now, if you remember, it was not Edwin Edwards that, that opened up the state for casino gambling or gaming or, or again, even the riverboats. It was Buddy Romer. It was, Buddy, it was during Buddy Romer's time uh, as governor. Now, but also during that time, Edwards controlled the legislature. Uh, Edwards may not have been in office, but he controlled the legislature and put up roadblocks on Buddy Romer every, every, at every chance he got. The progressive Buddy Romer, who, again, the models that, of, of what he was looking for in, in terms of changing the economy, changing the state around, were adopted by other states like North Carolina and Tennessee. And you see those states now, uh, you know, flourishing, especially a state like North Carolina. Uh, it was not to be. It was not to be. Edwin Edwards, again, was able to uh, still control the legislature, even though he was not in office. That's how powerful he was. He was corrupt. He gave state contracts out to those who supported his campaign. He also used those campaign funds for personal use and, again, and laughed about it. Okay, he was Teflon. Nothing stuck to Edwin Edwards. Nothing. Okay, nothing stuck to Edwin Edwards. I can remember, again, the news cycle after news cycle. I can remember Bill Eldo almost pulling his hair out on Channel 4 back in the day. When in the mid-70s, that, that South Korean uh, uh, influencer, uh, Toshan Park, who gave $10,000 to Edward's first wife, Elaine. And then uh, Edward said that he, he didn't know anything about it. And there was that line of demarcation between him and his wife. Come on, are you kidding me? Okay. Then the Las Vegas gambling junkets. It seemed like at least once or twice a year, Edwin Edwards and his entourage was going to Las Vegas, and it was a big deal. And the people of Louisiana loved it, okay? It was publicized. It was like folklore here in Louisiana. Oh, the governor's going up, back up to Vegas. He's going to, you know, he's not going to gamble shows. And, of course, he told a newsman once he never gambles any more than he can lose. Uh, the, the problem was he was gambling not with his money but the people's money, okay, from the corruption that, that was involved in here in Louisiana. He was a womanizer. And he got no political black backlash from it uh, at all. A lot of people, again, laughed and giggled about it uh, and just kind of looked the other way. He also got no political backlash when, again, Clyde Verdreen uh, published a, a tell-all book back in 1977 called Just Taking Orders. Uh, he talked about, again, his extramarital affairs, his gambling trips to Las Vegas, 
and the people of Louisiana ate it up, but again, never got any backlash for it. He was beloved. He was Teflon. Before there was a Teflon Don, there was Teflon Edwin Edwards. Let me tell you something right now, ladies and gentlemen. Edwin Edwards could have been the greatest governor in the history of the state, maybe in the history of the United States of America. If you were to use that high IQ, his contagious personality, his charm for the greater good of Louisiana. I mean, and that's the truth. He had it all. He had it all. Instead of, again, when you, you talk about coming from humble beginnings, I mean, he started out the right way. He started out, again, helping the poor and disenfranchised. But eventually, his corrupt waves do, doomed the state. Look, he took over the state of Louisiana at maybe its most prosperous t- times in modern history. But the byproduct of him taking over and, and ruling the state for four terms, and even again, you could say a term when he was not in office, when Buddy at Roma was in office, so let's say five terms. What was the byproduct of that? The byproduct of that is, again, his corruption led to mass exodus of major companies out of the state of Louisiana because he had the for sale sign on the governor's office. Edwards, along with his cronies in the legislature, milked the state dry, okay? But he was so beloved, so beloved, okay? Okay, well, he was so beloved by, by the, the citizens didn't realize it until it was too late. And some still today, people are texting me right now, still today, refuse to see the truth about Edwin Edwards. Okay? His corruption as I said, set up the mass exodus of not only major corporations, but generations of Louisiana residents to leave this city. Our best and our brightest leaving because of lack of opportunities here in the state. That can be traced back to the corrupt administrations of Edwin Edwards. As a child and, and, as, and as a young adult, I was a fan of Edwin Edwards. I loved everything about Edwin Edwards. I revered Edwin Edwards. Okay, It, it came full circle for me when, when he, again, he saved the saints. Uh, from going to Jacksonville, finding Tom Benson, uh, okay? And, and, of course, I mentioned he's the reason why the NBA is here today. Now, look, do anything to stop the NBA from leaving when, when, when he probably could have stepped in because of the power that he had um, in 1979, okay, when, when the Jazz ended up leaving. Uh, but, again, he built the New Orleans Arena. Now, he built the New Orleans Arena in, 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 for the new casino that was coming in. But it led to the relocation of the Hornets to New Orleans, and, of course, the NBA is back because of it. No, he at one time fascinated me by his wit, by his charm, his braggadocious ways. I mean, I, I, when I grew up, again, I thought the world of Edwin Edwards. But then I grew up, and I saw the damage they left in his wake. So, on one hand, there's a lot of people that are throwing bouquets at him today. And, look, rightly so. He did some great things for Louisiana. But he could have done more if he wasn't a corrupt governor. He could have done more if, again, he wasn't about riding his own pockets and taking care of the people of Louisiana as he pledged to. May Edwin Edwards rest in peace. He's going to be remembered by so many different ways, by so many different people. But the truth is, Edwin Edwards set this, this, this Louisiana on the path of stagnation that has touched every single generation since he took office in the early 70s. So may he rest in peace, but I'm not going to sit here and, again, sugarcoat what Edwin Edwards did or did not do with this state. Because you're looking at it now in 2021, and we're still dealing with the byproduct of his corruption. All right, we'll take a break. We come back. I'll give you the update on what's happening with the Tulane Green Wave. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. My, uh, my, my name is Eric Asher. Got it, uh, 260-1061 is the phone number. Also, you can reach me at eric at ericasher.com. Hey, I'm Carly Pierce. 
The quickest way for the economy to recover, for businesses to return, for concerts and theaters to reopen, for generations of families to reunite, for children to play freely with other children, is for everyone to get the vaccine. It is America's best shot. 106.1 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by ExpressPros.com. Looking for a job? Contact Express Employment Professionals and be part of their national hiring event. With one application, Express connects you with multiple employers and never charges a fee. Go to ExpressPros.com, find your nearest office, and call Express today. Delays remain solid if you're traveling along the Pontchartrain Expressway westbound from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the Chapatula St. Peter's exit. Delays remain steady on 10 eastbound from Orleans to the high rise. Also look out for delays that are steady on 10 westbound from just past City Park to Veterans. And on the 610 on the westbound side, your delays are steady from Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge. I'm Ed Robinson. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory is open during the coronavirus shutdown. Bienvenue is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by way of curbside service or our drive-up window at 467 Hickory Avenue. Our wait staff will deliver to your door or use waiter. Check out our menu today at bienvenueharahan.com. Then place your order at 504-305-4792. That's 504-305-4792. Gift cards are available. Order today from Bienvenue on Hickory, 305 4792. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff and all the sports you can handle hi folks trust is what burkhart air conditioning and heating is all about take it from me eric asher if your ac ever fails you can trust burkhart to be there quick get you back up and running if you need a new ac trust burkhart to treat you with respect to help you save with a fair price do the job right as my good friend john burkhart always says trust is the foundation of our business just ask our customers for air conditioning this season trust burkhart visit acpromise.com that's acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family-friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. If you're in the market for a new air conditioning system, think Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Ask about their 25% energy reduction guarantee. Also, financing is available. They're authorized to sell uh, some of the top brands in the industry. 
and of course, uh, then the service after the sale. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home. And of course, using state-of-the-art equipment uh, to be able to measure your home, to get get it right, to make sure, again, you got uh, enough tonnage to be able to cool your home uh, in the winter and, of course, heat your home. I mean, cool your home in the summer and heat your home in the winter. Uh, for a company you can trust with your next air conditioning system, don't sign that contract with any other company until you at least have Burkhardt come out and give you a price. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. That's acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Good buddy of mine texted me and said, uh, Edwin Edwards saved us from David Duke. My response is, should have voted for Buddy Romer. Beard the end. You vote for Buddy Romer, you're not in that situation. Should have voted for Buddy Romer. I want to give you an update on what's going on with Tulane. Uh, Tulane has had a couple of guys uh, that have been drafted thus far. Tulane shortstop Colin Burns was taken in the sixth round, number 167th pick overall. Uh, also, um, uh, Tulane well, also had, um, let me see, please scroll, scroll here. Braden Altoff goes in the ninth round, wow, uh, to the Los Angeles uh, Angels, number 261 overall. And uh, Tulane pitcher Donovan Benoit uh, goes in the tenth round, uh, number 300 pick overall to the Cincinnati Reds. So, again, at least three players have been chosen thus far by two, uh, by, off the Tulane Green Wave team. Uh, multiple players off the LSU team as the Major League Baseball draft continues. Uh, and, uh, you know, I'll tell you this way. I like it like this rather than drafting in the middle of the College World Series. I used to hate that. You know, you'd be in a situation where LSU would be in the College World Series. You know they're getting a lot of players drafted. And then you got this split, um, uh, 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 not, not a split allegiance, but, you know, their focus is split. Because, look, these kids are worried about where they're going to get drafted, what the bonus money is going to be at that point. And, yes, they got to focus on, on trying to win a national championship at the same time. I'm glad this thing has been moved now so that it doesn't conflict with the, with the College World Series. Uh, to, to me, again, that was that was a, so it was unnecessary distraction uh, for the coaches and the players. And look, it don't, normally doesn't happen. Major League Baseball does not care about uh, about college baseball. They could care less. Just like the NFL, even though again it's a farm system for the NFL, they could care less about the about the uh, about the college football. Okay, they could care less. Now, again, right now they have a situation which is for them for their own sake, right? Um, where a player has to stay in, in school for at least uh, what, three years since his uh, high school graduation class uh, had, had commenced. What do you think that's for? Do you think that that's for the NFL? There are the, the, the number of players that have the physical ability to be able to go from high school to the NFL is minuscule. So ultimately what you have is you have players that are learning, how to, how to, learning the game on, on the college level. You're getting your body built up. You're growing as a young man. And, again, you're getting physically and mentally ready and prepared for the NFL so when they take you as a junior. The NBA is completely different, as I mentioned. Could care less about college basketball. The NBA has destroyed college basketball. It used to be that you could follow a college team one, two, three years, and you could watch these guys, again, grow, uh, learn the game at the college level, get bigger, stronger, faster, but more importantly, again, hone their skills as, as a basketball player so they were more pro-ready. Now you got a situation where eventually these kids are going to be going right out of high school. Now they're going to have the G League or some of the other professional leagues they can go into. Or, again, you could be one and done. You know, again, I like the baseball rule of how they do with the, with the draft, where you could draft a kid out of high school, but if, if you don't draft him out of high school, then you get, they got to be in school for at least three years before they can be drafted again. You know, you got a situation now where NBA play, well, players that are coming into the NBA are coach killers 
because they're not ready. We've seen it with the Pelicans. I mean, one of the things Van Gundy talked about with the Pelicans was having all, all these kids that are under 23 because, again, they come to the league as an incomplete player. They may be able to do one or two things very well, uh, you know, whether it's scoring or, or, again, the ability to be able to rebound or maybe some, some have a defensive prowess. Uh, and then, again, you can mold that as an NBA, as an NBA coach. But, again, you've got to have the patience of, of, of the front office. And there is no patience in the front office when it comes uh, to NBA coaches. Are you kidding me? In the NFL, at least you get a little bit of time to be able to build your program. Uh, in, the, in the NBA, you don't. If it, within two to three years you don't have it right, you're out the door. And then with players coming in younger and younger, it is what it is. So, believe me. It's not like the pro leagues are looking out for the the collegiate game. And now, with, again, name and likeness, eventually see how this kind of plays out going forward. Because, look, I think it's fantastic the players are getting a piece of the pie here, finally, on the collegiate level. It should have happened a long, long time ago. But I said it the other day when when all this came to fruition. It's the end of amateurism. Uh, All these these players now are going to have to have some type of an agent, marketing agent or attorney, to be able to deal with the, the name, image, and likeness. Even if the school is going to help them, okay, schools like LSU, you still got to be able to make sure that, again, you're, you've got yourself taken care of with your own representation. And, look, the family lawyer is just not going to be able to do that. You know, you're going to need a professional to be able to do that. And a lot of these companies are professional companies that, again, also represent these players when they get to the pros. So uh, I think we'll see a lot of that going forward. But uh, as far as, again, leagues looking out for college players of the college game, they're not. And it's one of the reasons why we see uh, what has happened to, the, to college basketball. College basketball was once celebrated. Okay, I mean, uh, you know, I can remember back in the days when the Big East first started, when, when ESPN came on, and you had a game on every single night with these different conferences and glued. Okay, today uh, you need, literally need a roster okay, to be able to keep track of the players because they move on so quickly. And ultimately now with the transfer rule that allows a player to transfer without any penalty, uh, it'll get even harder to be able to keep track of what's going on with, you, with, with uh, your program because if a player doesn't get a chance to play, whether it's on whatever level it is, uh, they have the ability to transfer without any type of uh, a penalty of sitting out. So, uh, again, you better get your roster cards ready because it's only going to get worse. All right, we'll take a break. We come back. going to be joined by Larry Holder of The Athletic. Uh, we'll talk to him about his latest article on Tulane. We'll talk some Saints with him as, all, as well as LSU. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Stick around. Katie's is open during the coronavirus shutdown. Katie's is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by way of curbside service or delivery NOLA. Our wait staff will deliver to your door anywhere. Check out our world-famous menu at katiesinmidcity.com and then call now at 504-488-6582 and place your order. Curbside service is at Katie's at 3701 Iberville. Gift cards are available. Keep our staff employed. Order now at 488-6582. That's Katie's 488-6582. Southern Tire, family owned and operated since 1972, Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. Whether it is your personal vehicle or a fleet account, at Southern Tire we treat your vehicle like our own. At Southern Tire we have all the latest diagnostic equipment and ASE certified technicians the dealerships have without the dealership prices. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services 
we provide to our customers. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti in the heart of the fun. 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miet Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMietInsAgency.com. Hurricane season seems a long way off, but now it's time to get ready for it. Hi, Eric Asher, once again, talking about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Demand for generators is higher than ever. Don't get left in the dark. Talk to Burkhardt now about a Generac automatic standby generator. Be at the front of the line for your Generac generator this year. When the power goes out, you keep the lights on as well as your refrigerator and AC. Don't wait. Talk to Burkhardt now about a Generac generator. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Tell them Eric sent you. Marketing your business on social media these days can be a real challenge. Knowing the difference between a boost and a post or a click and a like can make your head swim. Plus the time and attention you lose from, you know, actually running your business. But don't worry, Cumulus Media is here to help. Our turnkey social media marketing options help you reach more than 1.1 million active users in the metro area on Facebook and Instagram and turn them into your customers. Contact us today to get started at NOLACumulusCares at Cumulus.com and ask about our Plus 20 special. If you thought Diamonds Direct's values were impressive, wait till you see what we're doing next. It's a spectacular summer storewide sale, July 14th through the 18th, with an extra 20% savings on virtually all diamond and fashion designer jewelry, from rings and earrings to bands and bracelets and so much more. We're breaking our own rules to bring you extreme value for five hot summer days. Get ready. 20% extra savings on a multi-million dollar selection of fine jewelry, July 14th through 18th at Diamonds Direct. On Severn Avenue, across from Lakeside don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning. You hear me talking about ACs all the time. Them selling and, and um, servicing heating systems, also generators. Uh, but Burkhardt does so much more. Again, that Mitsubishi Diamond um, uh, system where, again, you can um, heat one room and don't have to heat the entire home. Uh, also, again, when it comes to your electrical needs, uh, they have you covered there as well with, again, electrical repair, inspection, and testing. They're also offering outdoor lighting, ceiling fan installation for you as well. Truly a one-stop shop uh, when you think about Burkhardt. To find out everything that Burkhardt can do for you, their customer, go to acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Burkhardt, a company you can trust. That's acpromise.com. Joining us on the program now is Larry Holder from The Athletic. Larry, how are you? I'm good, Eric. How are you? Doing great, Larry. Before we get started, tell the folks about The Athletic and how they can subscribe. Absolutely. Of course, uh, theathletic.com. You can go click on any one of my articles on my Twitter feed at Larry Holder or uh, theathletic.com slash New Orleans. And, of course, it's uh, uh, quality, uh, in-depth coverage on the local and national level about your local teams, of course, here, the Saints, Pelicans, LSU, uh, Tulane, uh, or anything on a national level, and, of course, teams all across the country and the world. So go check us out at theathletic.com. 
Larry, you went in-depth into the Tulane Green Wave in your last article for, for The Athletic. Talk a little bit about what you've learned uh, after this deep dive into the, into the Greenies. Well, it's funny how many uh, – it, you look at the expectations of this team, and uh, I think they're, they're higher than they've been in a long, long time. Uh, you know, we've seen them have uh, a bowl appearance in the last three years and that is uh that has never happened in the history of the program uh so it's it's something to where uh where does Tulane go from here uh you know I feel like uh Willie Fritz has done a very good job uh, getting players in place and I feel like you look at this team going into the 2021 season they may have the most talent and depth that they've had in the Willie Fritz era. And yet they face such a tough schedule that uh, it might be hard to recognize that given what their record might be after the season, because it's such a test. But look, uh, you know, I think it's, uh, look, it's fair expectation for uh, uh, Tulane to be better than seven and six and be better than just making a bowl. You know, I think people, uh, want to see more than that, and I think that's that's where the bar should be. I mean, it starts with the quarterback, and, and again, especially with Tulane, the ability to get a top-notch signal caller has been one of the reasons why this program has been kind of, you know, up, kind of been uh, floundering around for the last few years. Michael Pratt seems like the real deal. Yeah, he really does. And he came in last year uh, in a tough spot, in, in a tough situation, You have uh, Keon Howard, who struggled, but they wanted to give him as much of a chance to have the job as they could. And they pulled Keon Howard at Southern Miss. Of course, that's the school he left because he couldn't cut it there. And so Michael Pratt had to come in and play really on the fly. And I think that it's it's important that uh, for the first time in uh, quite a few years now, uh, that they have basically their own homegrown quarterback. And you think of Justin McMillan and Keon Howard, they're all transfers. Mm-hmm. You know, Michael Pratt is homegrown. And what also is important uh, for his growth is that uh, even though they're switching offensive coordinators from uh, Will Hall, who's now the head coach at Southern Miss, uh, to Chip Long, uh, they run a lot of the same things. Uh, Chip and Will are very, very good friends. Uh, they have similar, very similar concepts. So it's not like the offense is going to be super foreign uh, to Michael Pratt. And so, look, I expect him to be uh, a, a pretty big-time player. I mean, he's had a lot of experience now, and, uh, you know, nothing should really be phasing him at this point. And so uh, I think he's, he's up for the challenge, and I think he could, he could be, when you look back in history at Tulane, I mean, one, he, uh, I'm not trying to put all this pressure on the kid, but he can end up being one of the best quarterbacks they ever had just because uh, he's starting as a true freshman and he's, he's a really talented kid, both uh, throwing and running the football. New, uh, new coordinators on both sides of the ball for, for, the, uh, for the Green Wave this year, right? Yes. Uh, Chris Hampton uh, has replaced Jack Curtis, and uh, uh, Chris Hampton was only gone for 10 months. He was uh, under Jack Curtis for four years as a defensive backs coach at Tulane took a job with Duke and then uh, Willie Fritz fired uh, Jack and then 
brought back Chris Hampton. I could tell you, uh, Chris never thought he'd be back in New Orleans ever again coaching, much less in 10 months. Uh, and so, but this is the first time for him as a signal caller. And so I think that that is certainly something that, uh, while there's a lot of promise and hope, you know, I think there, you know, you never know there could be some growing pains on that end. But uh, part of the good thing with him is he's familiar with a lot of the personnel, having been in Tulane. Uh, in the not so distant past. And then when you look at Long, look, he's been at big time programs, you know, Memphis, Notre Dame, uh, you know, so he, this is, this is not all a, a new hat for him. He's, he's been in bigger programs before with, with offenses. And so uh, look, it's, it's definitely though, look, there's going to be some transition period with mm-hmm. two new coordinators. It just has to be. And so I'm curious to see, uh, look, the, 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 the measuring stick is in Oklahoma, and that's game right. one. It's the next few games, mm-hmm. uh, especially before you get to conference play, the games when you play, say, Ole Miss or when you play UAB before you get to conference play. Uh, because, like, I, you know, I think people have reasonable expectations that Tulane uh, probably isn't going to beat Oklahoma. They could make a close game maybe, but, uh, but still – uh, you want to have kind of those growing pains out the window by the time you get to their third game uh, at, at Ole Miss. Yeah, I would agree. It's funny, mirror images of both LSU and Tulane starting over with new coordinators uh, in big time, big seasons for both for both coaches. Of course, more of a hot seat on Ed Ogeron than really is on Willie Fritz at this point. Uh, it starts up front, though, doesn't it? Offensively, a tremendous amount of experience on the offensive line, but an offensive line that some believe have underachieved. On the defensive line, losing a lot of players to the NFL and kind of maybe starting over there. Yeah, look, Tulane, they're in good shape at three of their positions. Uh, you look at Corey Dublin. Uh, he's a guy who's been there for a long time, local product from Jesuit. Uh, uh, they really like uh, Sincere Hainsworth. Uh, they think he's one of the best centers in the conference. Uh, and, and then uh, look, you look at some of uh, the other positions, though. Uh, uh, the right side seems to be a bit of a question mark, but a lot of those uh, kids have played. So it's not like they haven't seen action, but I mean, they got some legitimate battles on that offensive front. But it's the first time you could say, wow, they've had this many people actually play and have significant playing time. Uh, part of that is you're getting a, a fifth season out of, out of a few uh, of these players. But, hey, everyone's taking advantage of that with the COVID-19 restriction where last year sure. didn't count. So, uh, but that, that just leaves Tulane in some good shape as far as depth for the first time. And I can't even tell you how long uh, as far as along the offensive front. And then, of course, uh, along the defensive front, you're trying to replace Cam Sample and Patrick Johnson, who both went to the NFL, rightfully so. Uh, that's going to be hard to do. Uh, they're going to be leaning on one of their top prospects, really in the 24-7 sports era, and Jeffrey Johnson at defensive tackle. Uh, he's someone who I think needs to, he needs to really be the guy that he's touted to be. Uh, and then uh, listen, you've got, some, you got a lot of guys kind of floating around there, and then you, you're going to be looking to see who's going to – take that joker spot, which Patrick Johnson had kind of that floating linebacker who he's more of the pass rusher. He's, you know, he's not maybe, uh, you know, hands on the ground, but he's moving around trying to get to rush, uh, rush the passer. And so uh, you, you look at some, some of the players there, uh, you know, Angelo Anderson, uh, Carlos Hatcher could be guys. They look there. Uh, so it's, it's not like, again, they don't have players that have played, but they're missing two big time players, uh, two yeah, guys yeah. that, uh, that that are not they're basically they're not replaceable right now. So you got to figure out who can 
who can manage to kind of get in there uh, and fill in uh, as best as they can along that defensive front. You know, Larry, I, I think the transfer portal rules, the new rules, really help a school like Tulane. There's only so many uh, openings in Power 5 schools for players that want to transfer to get more playing time. But there are a lot of Power 5 schools that are going to lose players that feel like they need to go somewhere where they can, where they can ultimately uh, uh, get playing time. And, and I think, again, the group of five, when you look at the group of five, a lot of those players will fall down to the, uh, to the group of five. And I think Tulane's in a, in a really good position to do that. I do wonder, again, uh, uh, the NIL, how much they're going to participate in this and how much, again, they're going to be able to um, help their student-athlete in, in terms of, again, uh, getting dollars for name, image, and likeness, which I think is going to be part of any transfer when, when they're transferring from one school to another. Yeah, well, as far as, just the transfer portal. I think Tulane is in a good spot in that what they've been able to do, especially this off season is go back after players that they recruited before from the new Orleans area who might not have planned out somewhere else, but have no problem coming back to a good program that plays good teams. I mean, look, they have one of the tougher schedules. Really? You could argue in the country, given their non-conference schedule. And of course the American uh, and they're playing Cincinnati this year. That's that's mm-hmm. big time football. Like I'll, I'll just say, yep. someone like Devin Brumfield, who is a big time star at Covington, went to Utah for a few years, and now uh, like he, he kind of got lost in the, in the wash there. But now he's coming back. He could be their number three running back. Or you could look at someone uh, like uh, Kansas State transfer Lance Robinson, who is also a, a local product, uh, but he went to Kansas State. Now he's coming back. And he's he's probably going to be the starter at corner. Uh, so I, I think it's uh, I think they're taking advantage of that uh, more than maybe the NIL stuff. I mean, the only one only player that I know off the top of my head that's uh, using that right now is mm-hmm. is uh, Pratt. Uh, maybe yes. there's some others I just don't know off the top of my head. But you know, I, I think it, that is a battle that look if you're transferring, you're probably not thinking a ton about the NIL stuff just because if you were good enough uh, to get those endorsements already, you'd probably be staying at your current program. So I I think it's more along the lines of uh, a lot of these players are just trying to get on the field. And if a certain program, say like Tulane has a whole like corner and they had a bunch of running backs transfer and, and things like that, uh, you know, you, you, they got two good receivers, but some other players are coming in and they've got some competition there. So that's more where it hurt, helps them in the portal. But they're definitely taking advantage of it. And look, it's mm-hmm. not easy for them to take advantage of it right. because, as we know, uh, the, the academic restrictions, uh, sometimes they can't take players. Yes. Uh, and a lot of times, you know, it's rare that they go Juco route. Uh, but they were able to do that last year, and that turns into Deuce Watts, one of, uh, you know, they're basically one or one A receiver. Uh, on the receiving core who, who got mm-hmm. to come in from JUCO and, and make a real difference right away last year. You mentioned tough schedule. Opening up at Yeoman against Oklahoma. They're at Ole Miss. They're at East Carolina. They're at SMU. Cincinnati's on the schedule this year. They're at UCF, and they're at Memphis. Man, that's a tough schedule. There's no doubt about it, and they know it. And so it, it's something that uh, you feel like, even even if it's away or home, it doesn't matter. You know, the teams you just named, uh, Oklahoma, Ole Miss. I mean, UAB was good last year, but uh, they might not be as good this year, but still a tough test. 
look, at ECU, they should win, but Houston could be a toss-up. At SMU could be a toss-up. Cincinnati, that's, that's going to be a tough one. At UCF, Tulsa was good last year. USF was down last year. Memphis is always good, but and Tulane ha- happened to beat Memphis last year. Uh, so it, it's really – uh, it's it's really more about the conference just being mm-hmm. good. Like that's yep. what it is. Like that. Like it's uh, you could uh, you could make a really good argument that the overall conference uh, they were better than the ACC last year and better than the Pac-12 last year. And so uh, when you stack up all that and you throw and Cincinnati's not an every year opponent when you throw them in this year. I mean they are you know a, a borderline top ten program at this point. And so uh, but I will say this that. ESPN and their power index. This really surprised me when I did the research that mm-hmm. they have Tulane rated with the second best percentage to win the American. I never would have thought that that would have been mm. the case. Now, Especially their overall the win total was a little lower than some of the other right. teams, but that's because of the non conference schedule. So, mm-hmm. uh, look, through their metrics, they feel like Tulane should be a major player in this conference, meaning if they think they would finish second, that would mean it was a trip to the AAC championship game. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would be yeah. a huge thing for Tulane if yeah. they got that far. I'm not saying that's going to happen, but sure. the fact that ESPN's power ratings have that happening, I think that just goes to show you that Tulane's garnering a, a little bit uh, of respect, uh, not just locally, but but even more on a national level. Larry, got about three minutes left. Want to switch switch to the Saints? Uh, uh, camp starts at the end of the month. Eleven point five. Six million under the cap now with a ramshack deal. What are you hearing? Uh, any any um, rumors out there of signing some players at positions of need before they get into camp? I mean, nothing really that is sticking out in my radar right now. But I mean, the fact that they have some money to play with tells me they're going to make some sort of move somewhere. Uh, they have to sign a corner somehow, some way, uh, or trade for one somehow, some way. Uh, you don't create that money if you're not willing to use it, as we know the Saints are. They're not holding it over for next year. No way. So you know, it's still, to me, the priority's got to be corner. Uh, and it's got to be someone who you think can actually come in and fight for a starting job. Because right now, I don't see a viable starter opposite Janora, uh, Marshawn Lattimore to replace Janoris Jenkins. So uh, it's, you know, it, it's... Uh, I think they're just – they could be waiting to get a little closer to camp to do something. Maybe they have something. But I don't have any kind of name off my sleeve that, oh, yeah, they're going to sign this guy. Just uh, To me, I, I still think it's just uh, uh, they're, they're kind of kicking around the, the cans and seeing what's out there. But still, I would be shocked if they didn't sign a corner. I, I feel like they have to do it or, or trade for one. They have to. Yes, that was going to be my, my, my last question. More likely they go to the free agent market or they try to trade for one? I think free agent market is probably easier uh, just because they don't have to worry about a deal. But, uh, you know, they're free agents for a reason. Uh, they're still in the market. So, uh, I, uh, to me, I think they'll just sign one through free agency uh, because if they want to get a viable corner, the price might be a little too high uh, in terms of assets and dollars so right. uh, it might just be all right let's see what you can do right now uh and then if something happens in the season maybe you got to make a trade again for like eli apple type of thing but uh, moral stories they're not in good shape there they know it and so uh, they're gonna have to do something about it 
No doubt about it. Larry, always appreciate the time, my friend. Great, great uh, job on, on the Tulane article. Really broke it down for us. Look forward to your next uh, piece. What you got coming up for us? Yeah, right now we're uh, actually in the midst of an NFL 100, top NFL 100 players of all time. I'll actually have a, uh, a player uh, that has some Louisiana ties, some Grambling ties that will uh, make the top 100. That story comes out tomorrow. I'm not going to give away the player. Uh, and some people might not have even heard of him, so I'll just put it to you that way. But still, uh, uh, we're doing that. And uh, Look, we're going to be at the Manning Passing Academy this, uh, coming up later on this week. Uh, myself, yep. Brody Miller, Jeff Duncan, we're going to be there uh, doing a bunch of stuff. So that's going to be uh, later on this week. Uh, check it all out at theathletic.com slash New Orleans. Thanks, my friend. Certainly appreciate you joining us as always. We're checking with you next week. All righty. Good talking to you, buddy. At Larry Holder on Twitter is how you can contact Larry. All right. Uh, I'm Eric Asher. You listen to Inside New Orleans. We'll take our final break. The TikTok Cafe, Causeway South at I-10 in Metairie, is open during the coronavirus shutdown. The TikTok Cafe is offering our menu by way of curbside to-go service. Call the TikTok Cafe now at 504-834-6272 and get a round-the-clock burger special. Breakfast or lunch plate? TikTok Cafe, Causeway South at I-10 in Metairie. Place your order now at 834-6272. That's 834-6272. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. We offer a large selection of tires that will fit your budget no matter what you drive. In the market for a new set of wheels, at Southern Tire, we are your wheel experts. Choose from our large selection of wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Financing available. Hickory and Airline in Metairie, open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Diamonds Direct takes value to a whole new level with a spectacular summer store-wide sale. Get ready. It's July 14th through the 18th. Five days of extra savings. 20% off Diamonds Direct's already unbeatable prices. A multi-million dollar selection of rings, earrings, bands, and bracelets. Virtually everything's on sale. Plus, top jewelry designers are flying in with all new collections. The buying opportunity of the year. Extra savings store-wide. Mark your calendar. July 14th through 18th only. And only at Diamonds Direct. On Severn Avenue, across from Lakeside,
Inside Mall. Hi, this is Jack Rizzuto, inviting you to our all-new delicious pizzeria in Gretna on the West Bank. At Rizzuto's Pizzeria, you'll enjoy incredible Neapolitan-style pizza and delicious family recipes that have been in our family for years, like our delicious meatballs. Our restaurant offers both dine-in and take-out and features a family-friendly atmosphere. Plus, you'll love our specials, like our wine Wednesday and steaks on Thursday. For the best pizza on the West Bank, it's Rizzuto's Pizzeria, 2020 Bell Chase Highway in Gretna. It's time to bank with a new perspective. At Jefferson Financial Federal Credit Union, we see people. People with homes. People that want to save more. And those that want convenient online and mobile banking. Join Jefferson Financial Federal Credit Union and become a member today. Almost anyone can join. We offer free checking, convenient locations, and great rates on home and auto loans. Over 52,000 of your neighbors are already banking with us. Join today at jeffersonfinancial.org and learn what we have to offer. Federally insured by NCUA. All right, folks, that's it for me. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'd like to thank our guest, Larry Holder. Uh, if you miss any of today's program, you can check it out on the Anchor app, all the major podcasting platforms. Uh, should be about 20, 25 minutes after the program ends. Thanks for our sponsor, sponsor the program. Go to ericastro.com for a slideshow to sponsor, sponsor our show. Please continue to support those great sponsors. Click on the icon, take you right to the website, tell you everything you need to know about our great sponsors. Thanks to Rudy back at studio for producing. Coming up next is All Access with Ken Trahan. My childhood friend, my neighbor, uh, Joe Sherman, uh, head coach of Delgado Baseball, joining him talking about the Major League, ba- Major League Draft, also All-Star Game and uh, Legion Tourney, all coming up here on All Access right here on 106.1 FM. Thanks so much for tuning in. My name is Eric Ash. Have a wonderful evening. From the dog cat to the governor, they all got to go. <laughs>